Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hello, and welcome to Podcasting Smarter. This is Norma Jean Belenke, Podbean's Head of Events. And today's episode is a conversation with our Head of Marketing, John Kiernan, on how to promote your live stream. We'll get into how two voices are better than one, making sure you have an outline, coming up with a catchy title, scheduling your show in advance, sharing your scheduled stream, and so much more. Stay tuned, and here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Podcasting Smarter. Today, we're joined by Podbean's head of marketing, John Kiernan. Hi, John. Hello, hello. I'm excited to talk about some live streaming tips today. Yes, we are getting into it with how to promote your live stream. With Podbean, we have a live stream platform built in. So if you're hosting with Podbean, if you're on the app, you can live stream directly from your phone to your audience. It's fantastic. And I mean, just quickly, before we get into the promotion of it, I've just got to talk about how great it is because the technology is amazing. But when you create a live stream, Podbean will automatically record it and you can immediately publish it as an episode or download the audio file, edit it, and re-upload it as an edited podcast episode as well. So pretty exciting stuff. Um, How do you get folks to find out about your live stream and promote it? So let's dive in, John. Yeah, and I think this is not even just a question about your live stream, but everybody, the big hot button question when it comes to live streams, podcasts, YouTube channels, whatever the case may be, is how do I get more eyes and ears on my content? And I think that the first thing we should think about is the actual creation of your episode, right? Your live stream. So, for example, one thing that I'll always tell people is when someone comes across your live stream, if it says my live stream, Okay, sure. It's your live stream. It technically is true, right? But at the same time, why is somebody going to engage with that, right? What you can do is think about what you're going to be talking about on your live stream. Think about something that's going to draw somebody in. So for example, like if we are talking about promoting your podcast, instead of just saying Podbean's live stream on promotion, you know, that's a fine title. It's again, it's technically true, but maybe one of the uh, ways that we reframe it is how to get more listeners for your live stream. That's a lot more engaging. And it also puts the onus on the potential listener to say, oh, I'm interested in that. So thinking about a really catchy title, I think is pivotal. And we haven't even talked about ways that you uh, can even get more eyes and ears after that. Because at the end of the day, it starts off with if you're walking down the street and you see a store, what does that store have to do in order to bring you into it? And it's the same thing when it comes to your live stream. Absolutely. I think it's something we're just capturing. I want to say capturing those eyeballs, but it's not. It's capturing ears, right? We're in podcasting. It's an audio (laughs) medium. So it's really about where are the ears? Where are they listening? How are you going to capture them? So I think that's so important. You know, we always say this at Podbean that content is king. So it's important to be really clear on your topic and make sure that your content's great and that your title really gets that across in a fun and engaging way. What some other things we can do is to collaborate. We always talk about how podcasting is really a community. It's really a community medium. You know, a a lot of podcasters feel like I'm at home, I'm alone with the mic, under my covers, you know, recording, mano y mano. But it's something where 
that's not really the reality of it because so many of us podcasters collaborate with each other, create community, go to conferences in person, do cross promotional swaps for episodes, for ads, uh, and engage with each other on social media. So the community really is there. So it's important to bring some of that community onto your live stream. We always say two voices are better than one. Absolutely. And two things on that. Number one, I now envision uh, you, Norma Jean, under your blankets, holding the MV7, recording your podcast. <laughs> it's kind of like we did when we were kids, just like, oh, I have my little blanket tent. This is great. And now I'm recording. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're audio today, but I'm sure you could all imagine me at home, you know, with like a, like with a flashlight and my MV7. Just hello, world. <laughs> it's it's Norma Jean Absolutely. from Podbean here to tell you about live stream. <laughs> So it's it's Absolutely. definitely something where nobody is alone in podcasting and make sure that you reach out to that community around you. The other one of the other things about podcasting and live stream that's important to remember is that anything can happen during a live and that's what is one of the things about live stream that's great but it can also make a lot of people nervous or make you know it's one of those things where you're just not sure what's going to happen and so it's really important to prepare as much as you can create an outline, create bullet points, talk to anybody who's going to come on the live stream with you as a co-host and get clear on what that material and content is going to be for that day. Absolutely. And then also there's nothing wrong with bringing in a second person or let's say you have two people on the show, bring in a third person, whatever the uh, dynamic you have, you can assign one person to be an admin for the show that can control comments, that can control who's uh, coming into the show and who's not. You know, being able to assign an admin also takes a lot of the role strain off of you. You can just be in the moment talking to your guest, doing your live stream and just having a great time. And you can have somebody who are multiple people uh, who are responsible for controlling the chat and controlling the stream of call-in traffic or not. Um, and I'll, I'll say that. I think a lot of people, when they start live streaming, like you said, it's a great time. You can really engage with people in the moment. I think we've heard a lot of really beautiful stories that have happened on live streams. Um, but the thing is, I think that if you don't go into it saying, okay, cool, how much am I going to micromanage? And you know, what is my workflow going to be? It's going to be difficult for you to create a great live stream experience for your listeners and be able to uh, micromanage the other listeners who might want to join your show or anything like that. So before you even go into your live stream, see if your buddy wants to be the person who uh, is the host and or see if you want to have somebody come in as an admin just to control the rest of the field there. I can't tell you how much that's going to make the live streaming experience better for you. Absolutely. And that co-host who is moderating, your moderating host, can either be somebody who's live in the chat with you that, you know, is part of the action, that answers questions where people are typing in the chat and fields anybody calling in, or they can be somebody that is an admin and is muted or behind the scenes and they're really covering things from that back end. So either way, I think it makes it makes things so much smoother, you know, so that the main person or the main host who are running the show, literally running the show, have the freedom to be flexible, to respond in real time and to engage with your audience and don't feel delayed. Like when you're talking to somebody and maybe you're reading a text on your phone, you know that you sound a bit different than when you're making eye contact. So it's definitely something where that comes through. So let's get into it in terms of getting listeners to your live stream. The first tip we have is to schedule your live show in advance. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Think about any concert that you've ever gone to. Uh, most of them don't happen and are not scheduled that day. Usually they're scheduled out an enormous time in advance, right? If I, I use an example in this scenario, if a band is going on tour and they're going across the country or across the globe, they're going to go ahead and put this out months in advance. Do you have to put information about your live stream out months in advance? Uh, depends on what you're doing. You know, it could be a week, could be two weeks. But the thing is, if you just go and you start your live stream, it doesn't give people the opportunity to figure out how to access it. It doesn't give people the opportunity to know that something is coming up. So if you go, I want to do a live stream two weeks from now, schedule the live stream, get the link, promote it all across your different channels, your email letters, your social media, even your podcast, have a podcast. Um, and you're going to see that you have more people coming to that live stream because they know in advance they're ready. And you can make sure that it's in front of as many eyes and ears as possible that way. Absolutely. And I, I love your analogy of a band, John, because I mean, you know, let's say maybe you're a fan of Beyonce, right? You're walking through a park and all of a sudden there's a Beyonce concert. You know, but how much better is it if you know Beyonce is coming to town and you buy a ticket and you can make plans and, you know, maybe you don't stumble in the park on the concert and your friends do, you know, it's something where just knowing more is better. Um, and I think also in terms of that scheduling and promotion, it's so important to promote the live stream on your social media channels, your communication, your email newsletters. But then also, if you are going to be streaming a couple of times, make sure you stream at regularly scheduled intervals. So maybe it's every Tuesday, maybe it's every Saturday at a specific time, right? As people used to say, same bat time, same bat channel, which was based off of an old Batman TV show. But it's important so that people know, oh, hey, it's Saturday morning at 8 a.m. and my favorite, maybe Marvel fan cast is going live for a live stream. I want to check it out. So it just, they remember that date and time with your content and they make that correlation. Yeah, absolutely. If you think about scheduling content in advance like that, and then you say, you know what, I want my live streams to be part of my overall uh, workflow, right? You can do exactly like you said, you can schedule multiple in advance and you start building that What's the word? Ah, oh, the, the word escapes me. Momentum. You start building that habit. What is it? Momentum. Yeah. Momentum and habit yeah. is in your listeners, right? So if your listeners know, okay, every Sunday at 11, there's a live stream going on. Um, one of my, actually a podcast that's hosted with us, uh, Solid Monster Sounds Off, they're a wrestling podcast, and they do a live stream after most of the AEW shows that happen. But like, as soon as the AEW show goes off the air at 10, 10 PM EST, he's right on the live stream. And people know now after years of him doing it, when it's going to be, and you just see the listener count grow. And remember, live streaming is also a place that you can receive donations from listeners. So the more consistently you can schedule these things out, not only does it build the, like you said, the momentum and the habit within your listener base, but it can also be a great way for you to uh, monetize your podcast over time too. More people are coming in, more people know it's happening. They love the content that you do, and then they're donating to you in the moment. And you can create a really a significant piece of income that way for your show. Absolutely. And I think even just creating that rapport with your audience is so important. An audience that's engaged is going to share your show. They're going to donate to your show, like you were mentioning. They're going to, you know, help build that momentum. And I think it's one of those things where it's so important to realize, like, you're throwing a party. You want people to come, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's in real time. And so, you know, integrate music, interact with your listeners, have them call in, make it a conversation. And, you know, really make it fun. 
Yeah, there's different ways to think about your live stream, too. And I like that you said it was a party, too, because you could make this something that we keep talking about, have consistency with it. You could also make your live streams exclusive events, right? So if your people know that you have a podcast or you have a show, and it's usually something they listen to on the podcast uh, directory of Podbean, but then all of a sudden you go, hey, guys, guess what? We're going to do an exclusive show. It's going to be an exclusive live stream. we got this person coming on. You can really build fanfare that way for people to get even more excited about it because they're not used to it from you. And they're like, oh, it's kind of like they say about live TV. It's unpredictable, right? And it's a great time for people who are there. So you have the ability to use these as exclusive events too. Don't think that it just has to be consistent. Consistency is the greatest way to you know, build your audience. But you can also think of your live streams as exclusive pieces of time that your audience can interact with. Absolutely. Well, we've got a few more tips on our blog, so we'll have the link in our show notes. John, any more live stream tips before we go today? Have fun with it. Um, the one thing I'll always say is the same thing with podcasting. You know, the first time you may sit down to record your podcast, you may have a little bit of nerves and, you know, you may be a little bit uh, in your own head, right? But if you go into it going, hey, I'm going to have a lot of fun here. I'm going to, if I have a guest on, we're going to have a great time. My audience and I are going to have a great time. Just go into it really positive and you'll see that live streaming can be one of the uh, most rewarding things that you can do in Live streaming. Yeah, I, I love live streaming. And I think that the more people have fun with it and the more they um, they kind of let themselves be themselves, the better of an experience it's going to be for the listeners and the podcaster and the live streamer. Absolutely. That's some great insight. And I think, you know, like we always say at Podbean, Rome wasn't built in a day. Your first live stream is definitely going to go differently than your last. So stick right. with it. And we'll have that link to our blog with lots of more tips. And thanks so much, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Podcasting Smarter on how to promote your live stream. If you want to read an article from our blog that goes into this more, the link is in the comments. And to reach out to us, email us at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting.